Welcome to episode 300 of Live Happy Now. Every March, something very special happens, and we're not just talking about March Madness. This is your host, Paula Phelps, and this week, Live Happy co-founder and CEO Deborah Heise is back to talk about why March is so important to us. On March 20th, we celebrate the International Day of Happiness, but our celebration actually begins much earlier with a little thing we call Happy Acts. Deb's here to talk about how to make the most of every day in March and how to be a part of our brand new Live Happy Gratitude Challenge. Deborah, welcome back. We are so happy to have you back on Live Happy Now. Thank you, Paula. It's always a joy to be on the podcast. And, you know, this month, March, as you know, is a big month for us. It is a huge month for us. And why don't you tell us why? Well, because March 20th, is the International Day of Happiness, as declared by the United Nations in 2012. So it's a big day. When Live Happy started in 2013, we really started making sure that we celebrated the International Day of Happiness every year. And for the last seven years, we have done an activity which is called Happy Acts, where we go out in public places and we erect large walls, or you put up a wall in your office, or billboards in schools, walls in schools, and we have people share how they're going to make the world a happier place. And we've done this every year. And I think the last time we did it, we had more than 1,400 walls, and it was an exciting thing. And then we have expanded to our March is a month where we share happy acts. In other words, where we do great things for other people, which, as you know, is an important part of being happy, <laughs> is doing good things for other people, and then share that around the world through social media, through our social circles. And it's something that's just grown for us. So, you know, we've focused March on making the world aware that you can do things to make your world a happier place. And we encourage you to go do that. And that's why March is a big month for Live Happy. <laughs> well, and I know, you know, we've been doing this. I've been doing it with you for a little while now. And we've gone through so many different exciting things. I remember being in New York, watching you at the United Nations. There's so many ways that this has grown and evolved. But this year is a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, this year is a little different. Oh, yeah, because last year at this time, we were just starting to see the effects of COVID and, you know, all the planning had already been done. And I know that we went to virtual walls, but there were still some people, I think, that did things in person. They were just more careful. So what did it take to transform all of this and convert it from this very live event to something that's virtual? Well, you know, Maya, the last day before spring break, for my children was March 7th, I believe last year. And we actually did their happy acts walls at their schools on March 7th. And then no one ever went back to school because of course, after that is when the pandemic restrictions and really the closing down of social events started right around that time frame. So a lot of people did get to do walls and a lot of people didn't get to do walls. And all we could really do at the time, because of course we had no planning time, no one saw the pandemic coming. But all we could really do was encourage people to express gratitude online and to make sure that they reached out to people who maybe lived alone or were by themselves during the pandemic. But we really didn't have a lot of chance to plan for a non-virtual and a non-live event and to go virtual. But of course, it's a year later, so we have put a lot of thought into this, (laughs) and we've we've got some activities planned for this March. 
Well, I suspected you might. Um, (laughs) So I guess, first of all, what did it take? Like, how did you go about saying, like, we are going to take all these things that we've done, but we're going to take it to a virtual space? What were some of the challenges? Well, you know, we're living in a socially distanced world right now. We're living in a place where we don't get together like we used to. But the reality is we do still get together. I don't know how many hours a week I spend on Zoom, but it definitely rivals the number of hours that I spent in person at school. And then we've done things like Zoom family gatherings. We can't all get together for the holidays. Instead, we have a a Zoom meeting every now and then where everybody in the family kind of gets on and talks to each other. And we can look at each other's kids and go, wow, he's gotten big or gee, what made you think that haircut was a good idea or whatever it is, (laughs) (laughs) whatever it is we're getting together for. So we really grasped on the idea that, yes, we are socially distant, but we're still very social. And so we asked ourselves the question, what can we do this year in a socially distanced world that will have the same, if not a more significant impact for those people who encounter one of our Happy Acts activities, one of our activities for the International Day of Happiness. I mean, first of all, you know, it's really hard to let go of that walls concept. Because when we first started Live Happy, we started the organization and we were doing doing the magazine and the website and all that stuff. You know, we really had to look at how are we going to create awareness of human well-being being just as important as something like Earth Day? Because that's what we put in front of us. We said, okay, Earth Day, when I started school in the 1970s, early 1970s, Earth Day was just a concept that, you know, went home and told our parents, oh, we celebrated Earth Day. And they kind of looked at us and went, huh, what's that? You know, they didn't really know. (laughs) And the International Day of Happiness wasn't even to that stage. There was no one even celebrating it. You know, as you mentioned, I spoke at the United Nations. My co-founder, Jeff Olson, spoke at the United Nations. And we actually took the initiative and said, okay, you guys name the day. Let's do something with that day. And we put some events around the United Nations and we started this Walls Project. It's really hard to let go of all of that because it's so important. We can hardly wait to get back to it because it's still our mission to let people know that human well-being is incredibly important to everything, to our planet's health, to our relationship health, to our education, you know, to how we interact with each other in the world, to maybe getting back to some sort of a talking to each other in Washington situation. But, you know, human happiness (laughs) and well-being is very important. So we had to look at it. Okay, we can't do what we used to do. So what are we going to do? And that really kicked off the conversation. It's still important. What can we do? And how do we have it have just as big an impact? And what we, you, the team has come up with is pretty exciting, I think, because I think it can be just as impactful as having a wall where you write about how you're going to practice happiness. And I guess, first of all, the happy acts are still in place. Can you talk about our daily happy acts? Yeah, we're really doing two things. And the second one we're going to talk about, I think, for you and I is probably the most exciting. And everybody, when they hear what it is, will understand why. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> it's the G word. I can't wait. It's the G word. Yeah, it's the G word. <laughs> but what we've got on our website, you can go to livehappy.com or you can go to happyacts.org. That's happyacts.org. And you can download our Happy Acts calendar for a socially distant world. And what this 
calendar has it is is it has 31 suggestions for things you can do that are happy acts for yourself for others for your community none of them take very much time but they're things that you can go do in a socially distanced world to make the world a happier place to make your world a happier place and we want to encourage you to do that and we know that People don't like to brag on themselves, but you can brag on other people or you can brag on whoever it is you're doing something for and share on social media and, and tag that with hashtag live happy. But we do want you to make sure that not only are you participating in our March month of happiness, but also that you're doing things to improve your world, not just specific exercises, but going out and doing something for yourself. You know, because one of our happy acts, you know, it's as simple as get outside and take a walk. That's a happy act. Why? Because it's focusing on your well-being. It's focusing on who you are and what it is to find your, you know, your personal well-being. You have to move. So we've got some of them that, in fact, you and I were having a great conversation about that earlier. Yes, How important movement is to your personal well-being. So some of our happy acts are that. Other things are doing things for other people or sharing gratitude, to speak up the G word. Dun, dun, but dun. go ahead and download that calendar. And while you're there, download the happy acts poster and put it somewhere in your house. Put it on your refrigerator. Challenge your family, the people you live with in your house, to share how they're going to make the world a happier place. We can't do a big public wall, but you can certainly do it in your own home. And have a conversation with your children or your spouse or your significant other or whoever the 25 roommates are that live in your home, whoever it is, <laughs> about why happy acts are important and why you're doing them. And you can read about that at Live Happy, of course. I think most people listening to the podcast already know why happiness is important and why you need to incorporate well-being into your daily activities and think about well-being. But have a conversation with others about it. Put it on your refrigerator. Write down what you're going to do. It's a great reminder. Put it on your mirror, on your refrigerator. I don't care. It's a great reminder to yourself to do something today. So download that, put it where you can see it every day, and then participate in the Happy Acts calendar for 31 days. Once again, for a socially distanced world, because that's where we live right now. That's where we are. Well, what about for companies? It seems because I know pre-pandemic, a lot of companies were getting involved in this. They were doing their own happiness walls and had really gotten behind this. So say if you're a, a manager, a leader at a company, how can you use these happy acts in the way that they were using them a year ago and two years ago? I think if you're in a place that still has an in-person workplace, and a lot of us do, we work socially distanced. We go in a few days a week kind of randomly, but we do have a wall. But pretty much everybody goes to the office at least once a week or once every other week. You absolutely can put up a happy acts poster in your place of work. And you can talk to your boss about why you want to put it up there. And people can come by and write on it and share how they're going to make the world a happier place absolutely that's still viable. And, you know, even though in some states restaurants are completely closed, in other states they're not. If you run a restaurant, if you eat at a favorite restaurant, you can ask someone to, can I put this up so people can think about their own well-being and think about how to make the world a happier place. I think right now that is almost something that would turn the conversation because yeah. I haven't had a conversation that wasn't about the pandemic well, lots of conversations to worry about, but I haven't had a social interaction where the pandemic didn't come up in almost a year. 
And I think would do a lot of good to have a conversation about something else while remaining socially distant. But if you're going to the office, if you're a teacher and your schools are in session and you have kids in your classroom, you can download the poster, you can make one of your own, or you can just celebrate happiness and explain what the International Day of Happiness is and why it's important and challenge your children to say how they're going to make the world a happier place. I think it's a conversation that we need to have right now. And even though we're socially distant, there are still lots of situations where we do get together. You don't necessarily want to have a party or put up a wall and have a large gathering with, with live music like we've done in the past. But there are lots of opportunities to still host happiness walls. And when you do that, please share with us that you did. Take a picture of it. Post it on social media. Hashtag it live happy. We don't care what social media you use. What we really want to do is create awareness that happiness is important in the world. I'm really excited um, to see what listeners come up with. I'm really, I think we're going to see some really unique things this year. I'm I think we will. about that. I think we will. And I'm sure my children will chalk our front drive again because that's what they do every year. <laughs> Send them over. They can do mine too. <laughs> hey, you've got the happy acts. We have the happy acts that we've got something for every day of the month of March, but there's something else that's even bigger, I think. Do you want to tell us about that? Of course I do. We are going to be doing a Live Happy Gratitude Challenge. Yes, gratitude. I know that's a shock from Paula and I that we would be doing a <laughs> gratitude challenge. Um, for those of you who don't know, gratitude is one of the most important elements of happiness to me. I mean, it's certainly something that there's a lot of studies on. There's a lot of uh, information has been written about it. But really, gratitude for me is a mindset. And it's how you set your view of the world. It's really difficult to be uh, jealous or envious or spiteful or angry and grateful at the same time. You know, being grateful for the gifts we've been given, for the joys we have in the world, for the things other people do for us. There's just so much to be grateful for in this world. It doesn't matter who you are or what your situation is. Bad things happen to everybody, but there's a lot to be grateful for. And that doesn't diminish the bad things that happen, but it does frame the way you deal with the world. And so we are doing a gratitude challenge. It's going to be the Live Happy Gratitude Challenge. And what we want you to do is go on the social media of your choice. And for 10 days in a row, you can start March 1st. You can start the day you hear this podcast. You know, frankly, you can start May 1st. But <laughs> whatever day it is that you hear this podcast or the day that you want to start, and today's the right day for those of you who are listening, go on social media and for 10 days in a row, thank someone or something or express gratitude for something for 10 consecutive days and hashtag live happy. Now, when you are thanking someone, also consider challenging them to participate in the gratitude challenge. I am grateful for you because, be very specific, I'm grateful that Paula is a part of my life because without her, this podcast would not exist. Thank you so much for participating. Put that on your social media. I would put that on my social media. And then I would say, and Paula, I'm going to be expressing gratitude for 10 days in a row to different people or things, I'd like you to join me in my gratitude challenge. Hashtag live happy. That's all we're asking you to do. Share a picture, 
Sarah, thank you. But think about all the kindness and appreciation and good feelings you're going to be spreading in the world by doing that for 10 days. And that's all we're asking you to do. But (laughs) we are also going to be selecting some random winners to give away some Live Happy gear. You need to like our Facebook page and then hashtag Live Happy on your gratitude. And we are going to go give away some gear for all 31 days of March. We'll be giving away some you know, hats and shirts and mugs and happy notes and pens and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and uh, if anyone's been to our Live Happy store, they know we got some cool stuff in there. Yeah, we got some really cool stuff. And we're going to be we're giving away some Live Happy stuff for the month of March for people who participate in the Live Happy Challenge. But of course, gratitude challenge. But of course, that's not why you're going to do it. You're going to do it because you're grateful for the many gifts of the many people in your life. That's why you're going to participate in the gratitude challenge. And, you know, one thing about gratitude is that we know from studies is the person that you're thanking feels good. But the reality is you feel better by sharing that gratitude. It's a phenomenon that when you tell someone how thankful you are for them, they hear it and they appreciate it, but you feel it. And feeling that gratitude again and focusing on it just brings joy to your life. I think there's never been a year when we could use this more than this year. You know, I think this is such a great thing that you came up with because the way that it can really rewire your brain, the way it can make you feel in a year when a lot of people are not looking at the things they're grateful for. And this is a great way to reset it, to realize how much the people in our lives mean to us and what they've done. You know, I've seen so many, largely because it's still early in the year, but you know, you see so many memes and so many references to 2020 as a dumpster fire, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the reality is there's a lot that did not go well in general, and there's a lot that did not go well for a lot of people in 2020, but there's still something to be grateful for, for all of us. There's still someone to be grateful for. Someone did something for you or someone did something that you're grateful that they did, whether they did it for you or not. And they're worthy of expressing gratitude and we need it. We need to reframe our collective public consciousness to be thankful and not angry, to be you know, welcoming you know, and not combative. And if we can get our social media to be welcoming and joyful, what an accomplishment that would be. My social media is filled with that because you, know, you see more of what you like. Right. So let's get everybody's social media filled with that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everybody's social media to get out of the negativity of the world. It'll stop looking like a street fight out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, and it truly is, you share joy, you receive joy. I mean, it's, I can't think of something more important to do right now, particularly given where we are in the world. Yeah, yeah. Now, what happens for someone like me, who after 10 days, I don't want to stop doing the gratitude challenge. Can we keep it going? I'm I'm not going to make you stop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to make you stop. And I suspect the way social media works, if, you know, if we can get the thousands of tens of thousands of listeners of this podcast, and thank you all for being listeners of this podcast, by the way, we do have tens of thousands of downloads, share it with your friends if they haven't heard about it. This is a, it's a passion project for me and Paula. It's something that we really, truly enjoy doing, but we truly enjoy doing it because our hope is that we get the word out, so to speak, get the word about happiness out, you know, but you know, I imagine that if we get the tens of thousands of listeners of this podcast to start it and we can give the other, you know, 40, 50, 100,000 people that connect to the 
think we have over 100,000 Live Happy followers on the website. If we can get more people to do it, I think the more people we get to do it, that if we can get March started, what's going to happen is it's going to carry on through the year. I, I really that. don't, you know, because I think that, you know, if somebody starts on March 1st and they tag somebody on March 10th and that person starts on March 10th and tags somebody on March 20th, you can really get a chain going to where, you know, the month of March, this might blow up our Facebook feed, but by the month of May, we're going to be astounded by it coming back around. I mean, it's a gratitude challenge. This is not the ice bucket challenge. Okay. (laughs) And it's February. So that doesn't sound like a good idea right now. So nobody go do that. Never sounded like a good idea to me, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a gratitude challenge. And let's use our collective power to bring joy into the world. Wouldn't that be a phenomenal thing to be a part of? Yeah, I love this idea. I'm so excited about it. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes, how it evolves, how our listeners and our Facebook followers and people react to it and all the great things that we're going to see come out of it. Who knows what those great things are yet? You know, one of the great things about crowdsourcing is things come up that you never even would have thought of yourself. Things mm-hmm. become bigger than you can even imagine. And, you know, that's really all we've ever wanted for Live Happy is the awareness of people, you know, the kindness and gratitude and civility and well-being and how you deal and interact with the world is important. And it makes a difference. And, you know, carrying around negativity breeds negativity. And we're not asking people to be Pollyannas. I'm not asking for people to go out there and, you know, suddenly be all joyful about everything because the world is not always a joyful place. But if you approach things from an attitude of gratitude and forgiveness and openness and optimism, it makes a difference, not only in your own life, but in the lives of people around you. And that circle just gets wider and wider. And this Social media gratitude challenge, this live happy gratitude challenge is exactly that. It's getting out into the circles around you and helping spread some joy. And we're really looking forward to it. I am too. And I love all of this. And promise me you'll come back at the end of March and we can talk about what happened. Because we've set it up. We're talking about what we want to happen. Let's have this conversation again at the end of the month and, and look at what that month did for everyone. I absolutely, I'd love to do that. And then for those of you who are listening, that means please help me by having something to talk about. Please go out and start (laughs) your Live Happy Gratitude Challenge. There are 10 people in your life who have done something that you want to say thank you to. It could be your third grade band instructor, you know, and you're 65 years old. I don't care. (laughs) Tag them. (laughs) Thank them and tag them and challenge them. And let's do this. It's going to be remarkable. Let's go out and spread some joy in the world. Let's do this. Deb, thank you so much for coming. This is going to be, I'm so excited about next month and I'm just looking forward to where it goes. Thank you, Paula. It's always a pleasure. That was Live Happy co-founder and CEO, Deborah Heiz, talking to us about happy acts and the Live Happy Gratitude Challenge. To learn more about our challenge, how to participate in the Happy Acts, and how to celebrate the International Day of Happiness, visit us at livehappynow.com and follow the links. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one. <laughs>